Welcome to another episode of Local First Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Kohansky. Today we have a bonus episode with Easter Seals. I have a group of people sitting in my studio today, and we're going to be talking about Project Search. So what I'm going to do is just uh, have a quick introduction. So we have we have Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Backy, Jerry Backy with uh, he's a human resources with Aurora, and then we have uh, Laura Air with Easter Seals. I love it; they're all wearing their name badges. I, I feel like I'm networking <laughs> here. We have Tracy Drew with uh, you're with Aurora as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome, and then we have Ahmed Hassan. So did I say that right? Uh, n- not entirely, no. <laughs> but no one really does get it right. All right, that's cool. I, <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. I get that all the time with my last name. You tried it out earlier, earlier right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's let's get started here and talk about Project Search and and what it's meant to Easter Seals and Ahmed and and then that journey. So um, let's start out with let's see here and how did he how did Ahmed get your skills and and what was your journey getting through or your journey through Easter Seals? Um, so for my journey through Project Search, there were I was it's. It involved a classroom, and I was learning social skills within that classroom, which is hard for me because I'm socially awkward due to mind blindness. There was a side effect of being autistic. And outside of that classroom, I had three rotations within Freighted Hospital. The first, I was working in the pharmacy where I was sorting through medication that's where I learned organizational skills. And, and of course, I sorted through those pretty fast, so I had to ask for more work, which is where I had to learn to take initiative just to keep myself busy. After that, I was working in one of those uh, nursing booths, the ones where you pretty much see those guys. Hello, welcome to the hospital. How can I help you? Of course, I pretty much just answered phone calls from patients who who needed nurses, and then I called the nurses to tell the patient, tell them what the patient needed. After that, I was moved to pushing people around in wheelchairs all around the hospital to get them to where they needed to be, learning customer service that way. What has it meant to you to be able to um, go to work and, and contribute to Aurora? Um, it's a pr- Pretty nice. Uh, the fact that I'm able to get work for one, and the fact that it's helping people in a way. I mean, I'm not a surgeon saving lives, but I'm still contributing. You're still doing important work. You still need that. Everybody has their part in their role, so that, that's awesome that you're doing that. So, um, what has been the the experience from Aurora side of that to participate in this program? Uh, it, it's been amazing. We take individuals that graduate from Project Search training sites around southeastern Wisconsin, and they come to our, our workplaces ready to work. They're eager to work. Um, they've had their skills developed over the last year, um, and it's and it's fairly easy to plug them into positions and, and really see them thrive. Uh, it's been an amazing experience overall. So why did why did you guys get involved in this type of a program? 
Um, we have a need for employees within our organization. Um, we have um, now 77,000 individuals that work for us, and it's growing. So um, we have needs for entry-level individuals and, and all the way up to doctors and surgeons. So um, when we see talent, we need to be able to harness it and bring them into our organization. And, um, you know, there's, there's always positions to fill with the growth we've been experiencing. So, Laura, you've been a big part of this. We talk about this in our, in our last episode. And, you know, what does it mean to you to be able to see a person through this entire process and then see them go through your program and then have them actually having a job? I mean, what does that mean to you? It's very exhilarating to work with someone for a year or two years and to see the growth over that time period. Oftentimes, individuals come into our program and... Uh, They don't have the confidence, um, and they don't have the skills a lot of time. And so we're able to train them in the hospital setting, um, which is a great work environment to train people in because uh, the stakes are high, and they are expected to meet the expectations and the standards of the hospital. Uh, And for individuals who've often been told their whole lives what they're not capable of doing, that's really a challenge to them to come in and be told here's the expectations and we expect everyone to meet them and they step up to the task and they do a great job and then my specific goal for them is to be employed Um, but looking at the bigger picture I want them to be more independent and that often starts with a job and then grows from there Uh, I've seen people get their driver's license, move out and get their own apartment for the first time. And uh, all of those components contribute to success on the job. Uh, But ultimately, it's bigger than that. And so I find my work very rewarding. That's awesome that you do that. So what kind of help do y'all need? So as the listeners are listening to this, you know, is it volunteer help? Is it individuals? You know, what kind of... uh, if you could ask that one que- or that one question to the audience, you know what would it be? What would you? What is your biggest ask, and why? Um, my biggest ask—it's a little bit abstract, I guess—but um, I would say, uh, as you are looking at your workforce and considering your staffing needs, to consider um, tapping into potential talent that you've perhaps not considered in the past. Um, So individuals with disabilities have a lot to contribute in the workplace. Um, Ahmed had mentioned that he has autism and that sometimes he's a little socially awkward because of that. Also because of his autism, he's incredibly focused and detail-oriented, which I think really makes him an asset in a lab setting. And so if we consider individuals as a whole, not just as a person who has a disability or even worse, a disabled person, uh, we start to see that they have a lot to contribute. And because they've navigated this world um, that is not built for individuals with disabilities, they've learned some incredible uh, adaptability and coping skills that can be applied in the workplace um, and really give them an edge uh, in terms of developing new and innovative processes um, or building team morale. Very nice, very nice, very well said. Ahmed, if you could ask the audience that are listening, what would you ask them for? 
I don't really know what. You can uh, ask him for whatever you want. Uh, any, what's it really like to have a to see the world in a way where you can actually understand people better without this whole fog of not knowing what the other guy's thinking? If I mean, how is how does it feel like? when you talk to someone let, and you don't have that. Okay. We'll ask we'll ask the listeners that, see if we can get some feedback for you, okay? All right. Aurora, do you guys got any big ask that you would like to ask the uh, listeners? Uh, there are a lot of individuals that are graduating these programs coming up in June and, and every year after that. So um, really our ask is um, just to give these individuals an opportunity to come into your workplaces and thrive. Um, we can't hire you know all 60 of them. They're looking for work in all different fields and trades. Um, so really just our ask is to have um, small and large employers consider these individuals um, because they really add, add some depth into your workforce. All right, so we have an event coming up if you guys like to talk about that. It is a, let's see, your project search um, meet, and, meet and greet event. So let's talk a little bit about that and, and go into that a little bit and then when and where. So Project Search and our Business Advisory Council are hosting a meet and greet event. Essentially, it's like a reverse job fair. So you think of a job fair as a bunch of employers sit around and candidates come in who want to apply. Um, so we're flipping that on you. We're going to have all of our project search sites, which include five separate project search sites run by Easter Seals, as well as two project search sites run by Goodwill Industries. And we will have all of our interns, which is about, uh, I believe, 55 to 60 individuals who are trained and eager to work They'll be in interview attire with their resumes ready to go, and we invite employers to come in and uh, meet them and interview them on the spot for any open positions you may have in your company. This is taking place Friday, April 12th at Aurora's Conference Center on the third floor. That is uh, right near St. Luke's on the south side. It's at 2920 West Dakota Street in Milwaukee. Um, in addition to Aurora, other businesses, and Project Search, the State Division of Vocational Rehabilitation will be joining us, and they'll be providing a free seminar for employers who are interested in learning about diversifying their workforce. That'll take place from 8.30 to 9.30, and then from 9.30 to 11.30, uh, we'll have an opportunity for employers to go around and meet all of the Project Search interns. Very good. And if they can't make this event, uh, where should they go? I mean, if they can't uh, if they can't attend this particular event, you know, if they want more information, where should we send them? They can contact me, Laura Ayer, with Easter Seals Project Search at four one four six one seven five seven zero two. Very good. And I'll make sure and put all these in the show notes and all you guys' contact information, so you'll have that as well. So if you can't get there, make sure you contact Laura. For more information so um so we're almost towards the end here what i'd like to do is just spend two minutes and have some fun if that's okay 
sure? Are you sure? <laughs> really fun. You're like, you sure? I mean, come on. We just can't be all so serious. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go around and ask him real, some real quick rapid fire questions. Okay. Yeah. I know I know Laura's been I through this before. Failed before. <laughs> so we'll just have some. Don't quick ask one. have Billboard questions. All right. So this one, I'm just gonna ask one one of each of you if I could, and we'll just go right here. Uh, this one is for anybody at Aurora. Uh, so what is something you believe that other people think is insane? Come on, Tracy, you haven't said anything this entire I know. show. I was like, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me let me let me try let me try let me try a, di- a different one here. Uh, if, you, if you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere, what would it say? Jerry? I think be the change. Be the change? Yeah. All right. Very good. I'm a processor. These questions are hard. Sometimes <laughs> I need to think about things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This, one, this one's for, for you, Jerry. Is, uh, if you could give a TED Talk outside of your expertise, what would it be? Let's see. Um, right now we're doing some work in our, our home, maybe on renovating your home and making sure that you can... Uh, you know, do everything right to your wife's expectations. There you go. <laughs> keep, keep those contractors on, on key there, right there. All right, and let's see here. Uh, we'll give one to Laura here. What advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, let's see. All this dead air you can't. Um. I would tell my younger self to travel more. To travel more? Yeah. Get out there I did a decent amount of travel in my 20s, but okay. more is more, more is good. <laughs> just, just join the Army. I got out to travel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any uh, last or request for the audience? Any last parting words? So, you know, you can go around the horn and, and any ask request or parting words. For me, I just, as a hiring manager for, you know, someone involved in Project Search and Easter Seals, I think it's really important to kind of take a different approach to things and, you know, kind of change your interview styles at times to adapt to that person. Um, We have found great success if we just kind of take that moment to pause and think things through and, you know, how is this person going to best learn and best respond to things? and then adapt to them, and we have found really great success with doing so. That's awesome. Laura? Um, I'd like to build off of what Tracy said about um, the interview process. I think employers can get really stuck in the formality of that, Um, and so many individuals struggle to communicate verbally about their skill set. Um, which can be kind of an abstract concept, uh, particularly when you're talking about entry-level jobs. So I would encourage employers to think outside the box and consider how best will an individual be able to showcase their skills to me, and that's not necessarily sitting at a desk and talking about it. So perhaps you do a job shot, excuse me, a job shadow style interview, or sometimes We call it a working interview where they walk through the workspace. Maybe they get introduced to a couple of employees uh, who can demonstrate a task and then allow that individual to try out the task. 
um, and have more of a hands-on experience in the interview process. Very good. Jerry, you got anything else to say? Yeah, I mean, I would say any listeners that own a business or do hiring for their business that are listening right now to, if they haven't already done this or, or looked into this for their workplace, stop out. You have nothing to lose. It's a free event. Come and meet the individuals. Um, you know, really challenge yourself to be able to, you know, look outside the box and, um, you know, give one of these individuals an opportunity. Um, they, they definitely don't let you down. Very good. And then, again, we're here talking about the Easter Seals and their project search, as well as their meet and greet coming up April 12th. And that is a Friday at Aurora Conference Center, third floor, 2920 West Dakota Street in Milwaukee, starting at 830. I want to thank all of you for coming on the Local First Podcast. It really means a lot to be on here and be able to share your stories and, and come on. And so um, we're going to do this again, Laura. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find me by searching Local First Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Also, head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave some comments. You also have the opportunity to request to have a guest or topic for Local First Podcast. For any of the books or resources talked about on these episodes, head over to localfirstpodcast.com. Click on the resources tab. We also want to thank Exacta Corp for Studio One. Until next time, it's your host, Rob Kohansky.